What up, guys? You looking to jump into the podcast world and don't know where to start? I didn't either, but check this out. Anchor.fm is the light and go-to for it. This is a free app that helps you not only create and edit your very own podcast that you can download directly to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you got. They pretty much make it as easy as possible. So on top of it being free, they also help you distribute it as well. So you get to not only record it, but branch it and push it out to major platforms such as Spotify, Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. The list goes on. I mean, there's tons of them. With that as well, there's no minimum listenership. So you don't have to have a huge fan base in order to start making money off of this. That's a no-brainer, right? Obviously. So it's got everything you need all in one place to create the great podcast that we all know you got in you. So let it out. Download the free app, Anchor, or hit up anchor.fm to get started. Peace. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Weddle's World. It's your boy, Weddle, and on today's shows, I've got Dry Point Distillery. So we got my man Chris in here, and he's going to talk to you guys about his hustle and what he's got going on here on Las Cruces. Of course, we're going to shout out Kane's Chicken, Chicken, Chicken. What combo are you picking? Appreciate the sponsorship on that one. Uh, with that, guys, we're going to hit you with a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to dive into the hustle. All right, guys, welcome back. It's your boy, Weddo. Let's figure this thing out. All right, my man, Mr. Chris, what is going on with you and what is Dry Point Distillery? Well, uh, we're a small distillery down in Mesilla. We make uh, gin, vodka, whiskey, and brandy. We have a cocktail bar. We have a you know huge cocktail program going on and uh, we just got a license that allows us to sell beer and wine. And I've got a guy who's making a bunch of different food he's got. Uh, wood fire, or I guess it's like a little pizza oven, and he's got a taco truck, so he does a whole bunch of different. Yeah, uh, so he's doing a bunch of work out oh, there yeah. too. So you're yeah. just kind of molding it all together and then pushing it out. Right. Now, I had on this last episode, I had the rye whiskey. That was phenomenal. That's right here on the table with oh, us, yeah. the six shooter. Go get you some of this. Now, how did how did all this start? Um, I've read that it was you and your dad, correct? Right. So um, I guess it's probably about seven years now. Um, you know, we had some some time on our hands and kind of were interested in learning something new and doing something different. So, uh, got a still and started just kind of playing around. Um, you know, we uh, like drinking whiskey. We weren't you know super aficionados or anything, but it was just something interesting to give a try. And um, you know, that kind of turned into trying a bunch of different brandies. You know, so brandy's a fruit based spirit. Okay. So. You know, everybody's got like a, an apple tree or an apricot tree, pomegranate in their yard. And so there's tons of fruit and we were turning that, we're fermenting it, turning that into, into different brandies. And that was kind of where we got really into fermentation, distillation, experimentation, all of these, you know, just trying to make anything that was sweet. We want to try to make it into a boost. Yeah. It's and, um, more like an experimental thing. Like, right, oh, let's see what this yeah, tastes like. Yeah. yeah. And so we did like prickly pears, I did honey mesquite, we did, you know, all sorts of different fruits around um, and, you know, just had a, had a really good time with it and started looking at some of the licensing and realized it wasn't that big of a deal um, ultimately. And uh, there was nothing like that in this valley, you know, no distilleries around, right. everything was, you know, up in Albuquerque and 
Um, and so, you know, we pulled the trigger and, and went for it. Hell yeah. yeah. It's, was it with like the processing of like getting your permits and all your legal stuff? It wasn't like a slew of things to do or is it just kind of like one oh, thing at a time? No, it's a, there's a pretty, it's, I mean, it's pretty involved, but when we started really kind of breaking it apart, you know, there's these huge checklists. You have to get all these documentation, you know, all these documents, right. put them in order, submitting them to this person, that person this agency, all the, you know, you're dealing with the federal government, you're dealing with the state government, local municipality as well. Right. But it's like, you know, once we were tech, checking these boxes off, you know, it was, you know, more and more pop, you know, possible to, to do it. So made it a lot easier then. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, you know, it's still, you got to, you know, know some legalese and kind of understand the way that, you know, big bureaucracies work. To right. Work the process of, of it is, is, can be lengthy, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's needed for most because if not, everyone will be going crazy doing it. Oh, yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that it's, you know, pretty, pretty tight. You know, you can't distill at home legally because, you know, there's just a bunch of different things that, you know, could go wrong and you can hurt yourself or hurt other people. Or so. other people. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> So how far from it is like from moonshine kind of thing? Because I've only seen what's on like HDTV or whatever. You know? Right. So that whole moon, I mean, you know, moonshine, I guess the definition of moonshine is any illicit spirits, spirits that aren't, you know, you don't pay federal or state tax on. Oh, so, so it's that's just under just the table. Moonshine, 100% on the table. So all those TV <laughs> shows, you know, I think they probably ham it up quite a bit, but, you know, Most there's yeah. a long history of, you know, home distilling in this country. So... Um, you know, certainly there's a lot of people out there doing it. <laughs> Getting it under the table for sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but just uh -huh. also be careful how yeah, you do yeah, it. Right? <laughs> that hammer is probably heavy when it falls sure, on. Sure, sure. So with uh, with making brandies and gin, um, you're using local ingredients. And what all, like, how do you blend these things together? How does that work? Well, so we, you know, we first started experimenting with a lot of local ingredients. But as I was scaling it up, you know, to make a, a, a labeling run, a bottling run of... Um, say apple whiskey or apple brandy, I would need thousands of pounds of apples. And so what I do is, you know, with my gin, I try to get as many local botanicals that I, you know, I can use in there. Rosemary, coriander are, you know, two main ones um, that we use in our gin, but we use a lot of local ingredients in our cocktails. And so we got this, you know, really well developed cocktail program. I'm real proud of it. I got great bartenders and uh, a great mixologist. Everyone's coming up with new ideas and yeah. new cocktails almost every week. So. We use a lot of seasonal fruit, local seasonal fruit and vegetables, and um, you know, try to integrate that into our cocktails. We make different simple syrups with uh, local ingredients, and so that's where we really flex the whole, you know, local drink local. You know, our, our kind of slogan is farm to liver. We're taking it straight out of the farm and putting it on. The there we go. Yeah, <laughs> sip it up, man. Yeah. So, do you shop at like the farmers market a lot, or we? Yeah, we bought some stuff at farmers market. What I try to do is go straight to the suppliers, and so I've worked directly with the farmers that are growing the stuff to buy, you know, my coriander seed from. Um, we go, we buy a lot of produce from Pharmacia. The, there's another local business down in Messia. It's like a farm to market okay. sort of store, and um, we get some of our produce from them. They do some ordering for stuff that's not around here, you know, citrus we get through them, but we also buy, you know, watermelons when they're in or, um, you know, different herbs, lavender, things like that to add into our cocktails, all from, from Pharmacia. So it sounds like it's pretty, like, it's pretty in-depth as much as whatever kind of ingredient you can almost come up with, you can put it together to make a brandy yeah. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, I guess going, you know, going back to local ingredients, our brandy, we had three different brandies and they're all, the wine was grown 
and um, smashed and fermented and turned into wine just four miles south of, uh, of our distillery in Mesilla. So real grand vineyard and winery. And so Shout that's, out. yeah, that's hyper, hyper local, you know, four Good miles way. away it was grown and, you know, turned into wine and then we take that wine, turn it into brandy. And that's what we got at our bar right now. Hell yeah, that's yeah. so cool, man, yeah, that you can yeah. incorporate all that together. Now, now with making these drinks, I'm sure there's tons of tools like you've got i've read about the barrels you got the smoke that you put in those oh yeah and then you have the difference in like um the sizes help them age correct how does that work yeah so i mean the distillery's got a bunch of tools to kind of you know affect the flavors and come up with the, the components that we wanted so i you know of course i got my stills that i'm you know looking at and, and um yeah, i've gotten pretty in tune with the stills and the way you know my products run through them and that you know determines a lot of the flavor there um but then you know our aged products they go into barrels and you know the, there's no white oak forests in new mexico so i buy barrels from minnesota they come down here and i tell them what char i want the inside so i can you know impart different flavors that that way and, and then we reuse some of those barrels so i just released a new product uh it's a barrel aged gin, which is sort of a new thing on the market okay. um you know the feds just changed the rules to allow that to be possible so um, I use my brandy barrels that I age my brandy in, and I put the gin in there, and so it, it kind of adds a new component to, nice. to gin. So it's and give yeah. it a little different, different taste to a traditional yeah. drink. That's yeah, cool, yeah, man. For sure, for and sure. now this. Um, what kind of facility is this? Like, how big of a facility are you working? Is we, it more in-house kind of thing, or? Yeah, we're. I mean, you hear microbreweries, and now there's micro distilleries. We're a nano distillery. We are <laughs> small, small. Um, my my distillery is about a thousand square feet, and I oh, am yeah. just bursting at the seams. Um, so we're hoping to. I need to build out another space so that I can just store my barrels and you know empty bottles and things like that in. Right. But. You don't need a ton of room to make a, a ton of booze, and so you know I've got I've got four small stills, and I just run those things four days a week and, and crank out a bunch of different products. Nice. And it's, it's like a, is it a lengthy uh, cleaning process for all this kind of stuff? Since yeah, it's alcohol. Yeah, well, I mean, so the nice thing about it that's a little different from breweries is breweries they have to have a, a like a, a sterile process, mm. and with spirits, you know, forty five percent alcohol is you know kind of sterile in you know right. by definition so we uh, we of course we have a you know a sanitary process but on the fermentation side i don't have to go to such lengths that the brewers would have because then i take that and run it through my still there we go. and so um you know yeah i mean it's like we we try to you know keep everything clean and tidy and you know do do the things that we got to do but um but yeah, it's it's not nearly as I got some brewer friends who are jealous of you know, yeah, they got the, of the like smooth the, setup. Yeah, exactly, man. exactly. It's Hell yeah, different. That's what's up. Um, so we got lots to cover in a short amount of time. With that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, dive into this chicken. Shout out Kings one more time, and we'll be right back. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's your boy Weto, and I'm here with Chris with Dry Point Distilleries. Let's keep it moving. All right, man, so we've talked about your tools, your ingredients, all the different brandies, whiskey, gin, all kinds of different stuff you guys are making. So now you're also, shout out to Pickwick right next to us, um, you have distributing deals with them. And then Kelly's Liquor, a bunch of Toucan Market, a whole right. bunch of places. So how does that work out? Well, so we got a, yeah, I got a craft distiller's license that lets me make this in the state of New Mexico, make different um, spirits. And then I got a, a wholesaler license that allows me to wholesale that stuff in, inside the state of New Mexico. And so with that, I can take my product and I can sell it to anybody who's got the license to buy it. So yeah. 
right from the get-go, we hit up Pickwick, which is, you know, awesome. You know, uh, Joe Hernandez and Oscar Andrade, they've been super supportive of, of our business, local business. And, um, you know, and so that's been a really good deal. I think we're now in, I think we're in almost every Pickwick in town, which is awesome. You know, mm -hmm. we move a lot of product through Pickwicks. Um, and then Kelly Liquor, two cans, of course, and um, uh, got a, a couple bars in town as well. Unfortunately, some of them are closed still. But, um, but yeah, we kind of, since COVID hit, you know, our bar shut down. And so we've really been forced to you know, like move out of the bar uh, box and move, kind of put more energy into the wholesale market right. because, you know, you could always buy booze at Pickwick, but you couldn't get it in, in the bars. And so uh, with that, we really pushed our distribution. So we're, you know, pushing down into Anthony and Southern Park. We're going up towards Albuquerque, you know, Rudoso yeah. and Silver City are coming up soon. So we're That's trying to get... Cool. You know, a little bit more of a regional distribution. Kind of sp spreading it out a lot better. Yeah, man. that's super yeah. cool. And then it's all over New Mexico too, so that's homegrown here. And then you are you moving out of the state yet? Uh, unfortunately, I mean, we're looking at some. You know, it's a whole different licensing process for right. Texas, and you know, El Paso would be a great place to get our stuff. There's a lot of Aggie fans that are looking for the six shooter that come up here. We got a lot of El Paso folks who come up to buy our, you know, all of our different product lines up here. But, you know, I think there's only one distillery in, in El Paso right now. And so I think, you know, that's a that's a right market. I'd love to share our, our New Mexico pride with Texas. Yeah, yeah that is such yeah. a cool bottle too, man. Yeah, yeah. The dope label, everything, and, and the whole the whole presentation of what you got going on there makes it, I'm huge on, on visual. So that's, that caught my eye. And then, of course, it says Pistol Pete on there. Shout out to all the NMSU alumni yeah, or students yeah. right now. Ah! Yeah. Um, so that's cool, man. And then... Do you have to pay royalties on that kind of thing or? Yeah, yeah, so the way this started was um, right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, my bar was shut down, all the Aggie sports were shut down and Mario Mocha, the athletics director on campus, called me up and said, we're getting, you know, we want to get uh, an NMSU um, spirit. And so I directed him towards Whiskey because that's, you know, where my passion and my heart lies. And so uh, we decided on this product and, um, you know, had a great graphic designer. There's the one graphic that my uh, my graphic designer did not come up with, but um, Randall did an amazing job. She's a great graphic designer. Shout out to Randall one yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. She did the the six year or the the 1888 uh, bottle as well, or a can and bottle as well. So yeah, she did a great job on this and. Um, and it's great for us because we have the backing of NMSU kind of promoting yeah. this. And it's great for NMSU because they get 12% uh, of every bottle we sell goes straight back to Aggie Athletics. They got 400 student athletes and, you know, they're on rough times just like everybody else is. And so right. getting into the consumables game and, and trying to develop some alternative revenue streams, you know, Mario had a, a really good idea there. And so shout out to Mario yeah. one time, man, yeah. man, you've got a good head on your shoulders you know, figuring it out. Hell sure. yeah. Yeah. So on the show, man, I like to toast to the success of what you got cooking, man. Mm -hmm. So this bottle is definitely owed to you. Let's see if we get a crazy mess with it. Hopefully not. But now, how are you? Cheers, my man. Oh, Cheers yeah. to you. Cheers. Thanks. So we'll pour this up. Now, what, um, as I pop bottle, I always like to ask, what does do what I want represent to you and your hustle, my man? Well, we, you know, we are supporting. Uh... Oh, okay. Fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll just give it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, we we uh, we got into this because we like you know drinking good booze, and and so you know our our slogan is farm deliver. We try not to take ourselves too seriously. Cheers to you, brother. So it's just all about good times and having good products, and you know, and an affordable products, and you're not going to break the bank on. You can enjoy and really appreciate. It. Oh hell yeah. yeah! So cheers to you, and yeah, cheers thanks. to Dry Point Distillery. Thanks. Mm -mm -mm. Good New Mexico, New Mexico product here. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. Now this one. So you got your are you getting into the champagne too? We're not gonna we're not gonna do anything, you know, with the, the sparkling wines. You know, you can't call it champagne unless it's made in champagne mm -hmm. yeah. France, But uh the sparkling so wines, we're we're not going into that game. Um but you know, I I have Gruet in my, my shop. We do mimosas and all that mm. stuff on, on Sundays and Bottomless mimosas? So yeah, not quite bottomless. <laughs> not yet. There are rules. Right, yeah, you got it. Everything's good it's in not, moderation. Yeah, it's not all do it, do what I want. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have you know that's that's one of the products that we carry there because it's a New Mexico wine product, and so that's something that's allowed under my my permit. So Hell yeah, yeah definitely definitely Gruyere is an excellent product. Very tasty too. At that. So mm -hmm. now, my man, what do you have coming up next? Well, you know we're getting back into the bar. Um, tonight's the first night that we're actually open inside in, in a real long time. Yeah, man. And uh, hoping that the case count continues to go down and we can continue having the bar open because that's just the best way, best way to inter interact with the, the people drinking our stuff. Right. Yeah, you know, it's great when people buy it in the, the store, but if they want to come in and learn a little bit more about the process, they can see through the windows in the bar back into the distillery. That's and, cool. And so, you know, we got a bunch of fun stuff going at the bar. Trivia night's happening right now. Hey. We got some music with Experience Messiah Music Festival at the end of the month. Okay. So, um, you know, looking forward to getting back in the bar game for sure. Most um, but yeah, just expanding, expanding our, uh, excuse me, our um, storage space so I can continue, you know, growing production, spreading around the And where, where are you guys located at? We're down in Messia. So, you know, where the... Um, it used to be St. Clair, now it's uh, D.H. Lacombe, mm -hmm. the, the winery. We're right across um, Avenue de Messia from that, and we're tucked back in this little, you know, kind of off the main drag, which I wish we had a little bit more visibility, but all my customers really like. It's nice and quiet. There's nobody else around. In the not cup, a, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of road road noise or anything, so um, the folks that find us are, are happy. <laughs> they know they know what they're going there for, so that's... That's what's up, man. Yeah. Now, anybody that, that if they come and see you over there in Old Messia, and how can they find you online? Um, we our website is drypointdistillersnm for New Mexico dot com, okay. um, and there we have a bunch of info about our you know our history, what we're doing, our products. We got some menu stuff on there, but I'm really bad about updating that. Um, but the <laughs> best place I always tell people is they follow us on Instagram. Um, or Facebook, I guess, as well, because we put out our you know weekly specials. We put out what's going on that week. You know what kind of food we're serving, what kind of cocktails we got, beer specials, wine specials, all that stuff. Hell yeah! So just the whole. If you're ever trying to get you yeah. a good drink, you guys be sure to look them up on Instagram, and that's at Dry Point Distillery. At Dry Point Distillers. Uh, distillers, not yep. the no, don't put the Y on there. Yep. So we'll definitely be sure to put that in the video. It'll pop up right above our heads, uh, actually. Right so <laughs> I want to say thank you guys for watching us here on Weddell's World. Thank you, my man Cheers, Chris. Man. Cheers to you. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Yeah, Hell yeah, really, man. Yeah. Go get you guys some of that six shooter. Go get you some of the gin, the brandy, the whole thing. That's a wrap here on Weddell's World, guys. Cheers.